When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Mayor Eric Adams was on with me about an hour ago. I think he's a Yankee fan. Yeah, I believe so. He is, right? I would imagine. Most people from Brooklyn are Mets fans, so most of us. Where did you, you get that statistic? Well, I just know for a fact. Oh. Brooklyn Mets, Long Island Mets, uh, Manhattan Yankees, Bronx Yankees. Well, Brooklyn Dodgers left. Right, there you the go. Void, the void well, well, that right there explains it to you. Queens has got to be the Mets, I guess. Yeah, I just said that, right? Oh, oh did you? Yeah. Oh, oh. But a great call out of you. <laughs> yeah, you think Flushing likes you know, the Mets? You're, really, I'm like, you're up ball. to here. I'm, yeah. like, I'm up give to here with you. Give yeah. me your phone right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My next guest was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. He's a Mets fan. There's no doubt about it. In fact, I enjoy going to games with him, whether he's on uh, WABC, 9 p.m. every weeknight, or on his own website, BillOReilly.com. There's nobody better. His interviews, his TV shows, his columns. I really like his column this week. The name of it is America the Exhausted, and he makes a really good argument whether you're for Biden or for Trump. They're equally as exhausting. So with that said, here he is, the best ever, my dear friend Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Hey, I'm down here in Washington, so I hadn't uh, listened to the show today. There weren't any brawls or anything. Nobody got hauled out, did they? Not yet. I mean, I did start the show the first hour just savaging Mark Levin, who is angry with me because uh, twice now in his last four shows, uh, we've decided at this station, John Katsimatidis, to put Andrew Cuomo live on the air Friday and last night and take an hour away from Mark Levin and uh, I had that discussion with John on my show yesterday, so now Levin equates me with the guy who's part of that decision-making, which is ridiculous and not true. So Levin went after me on his show last night, Bill. But it's so easy to blame you. And, and <laughs> that You know, why wouldn't I do the same thing if I were Levin? I, I'd have people go to your house. I'd have people demonstrate, you know. Look, um, I don't blame Levin. I mean, you know, he's a professional. He wants to get as much exposure as possible. But the radio station makes decisions based upon who they feel uh, is going to be stronger in any given time slot. So that's capitalism. And, you know, I don't know why it has to be a personal beef. I I don't get that. Why does it have to be a personal beef, the business decision, right? Well, well, it's a personal beef because – According to uh, Janice Dean, for example, and others who are very close to Levin, who are Fox News, it's not that uh, it's the business decision. It's not even that he's a Democrat, but Mark Levin thinks Andrew Cuomo is a quote-unquote murderer. So it's bad enough you're preempting the great... Yeah, I know that. Yeah, so there you go. The step back is this, and I always tell people, when you get emotionally involved, and whether it's your private life or your public life or political, whatever... 
you take a deep breath and you step back, okay? Because if you don't, then crazy stuff can happen. So to me, this is about the free marketplace. That's what this is about. I don't believe in the cancel culture, number one. And I don't think most Americans believe in it either. Um, Yeah, I didn't like what uh, Governor Cuomo did with the COVID nursing homes. I thought that was terrible, awful. And, you know, I understand why people to this day uh, are angry because some of those people lost loved ones. And that's how bad that was. But there comes a point where this is America and there are people who like Andrew Cuomo, want to hear him. And what he's supposed to do, he's supposed to, he goes to a leper colony on Molokai? <laughs> Come on. I mean, yeah. yeah. And people should call Andrew Cuomo up and tell him what they think in a civil way, right? That's what we are here. That That's democracy. That's freedom. And this cancel culture stuff is so wicked. Yeah. It's wicked. No, no I agree. Because it's used, it's used in a variety of ways to silence people, and it's wrong. I agree. Now, uh, John did a great job. We'll we'll wrap up the Cuomo conversation here. John Katzmatidis did a great job with Cuomo last night. He brought up every one of the disasters, from the sexual harassment issue to nursing homes to bail reform. John did it all, but Andrew had the same opportunity to come on with me, and after saying yes, he decided not to because he was scared to death. Make fun of him there. Make fun of him. I should? Yeah, of course. Anybody who dodges you, uh, I wouldn't be angry. I, I do what I do myself. I just go, oh, we're going to give him a courage pill. To send him a little courage pill. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. If he can't stand up to Sid Rosenberg, I mean, that's not a good sign, is it? No, no. But I'm not going to Oh, I Look, WABC, I admire this station. I'm not saying that because I'm on it. I admire it because it's not politically correct. It gives voice to unpopular people like me, <laughs> you know, and and you. Yes, and, yes. And, but we, you know, we gather an audience. We, we have things to say, and that's what free expression should be. So I want everybody to calm down and knock this off, or I'm going to have to come to your house. <laughs> I'd like that, actually. You can watch the Met game later on this afternoon. Uh, yeah, and I do root for the Yankees, too, because uh, I know you had Randy Levine on uh, earlier this week. Um, and, uh, you know, I admire the legacies of the sports franchises in New York. And that's one of our strongest suits here, I believe. I agree. Uh, the sports in New York, not just here, but some of those other provincial cities, as you know, Bill, Boston, Chicago, even Philly, uh, that's what makes some of these cities really special. And that's usually, by the way, when, when if you're a Republican or a Democrat and no one even knows, right? You're a Yankee fan today in the Bronx at 1 o'clock. You're a Met fan today at 4 o'clock in Miami. And we don't care who you're voting for. We want our teams to win. Yeah, I mean, sports is supposed to bring people together, although, you know, the Philadelphia crew, I'm not quite sure it works down there. Um, you know, even in Boston. You got, but when I go to Boston, people think I'm from there because I worked local news there for a long time with school there. Um, um, and sports, generally speaking, is a uniter in this country. It takes us away 
from the terrible political situation that we have now. And it's a good, positive thing. Now, the, but the politics, of course, is today's real blood sport. That's the one where people get really insane. It's less about the Lakers and the Celtics and the Yankees and the Red Sox. You give me Trump-Biden, we'll fight all day long. But your column today, and I really enjoyed it, once again, America the Exhausted, you go on to make a point that whether you're for Biden and you come out and say he's done a terrible job, no ifs, ands, or buts, or Trump, who is seemingly in trouble every day, both sides, it's exhausting. It's hard to argue that, Bill. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No, I mean, and that it's also, um, to me, the culture also. I mean, do we have to every day in the New York Post have Kim Kardashian every day? Can't we just have Monday and Thursday Kardashian day? Does it have to be every day? I mean, the culture is shrinking, and so these people who know how to manipulate it, I mean, Really, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, do I care? They're looking for a $60 million mansion, and they're having trouble finding it. No, I don't care. Okay, that's clear enough for everybody. But it's rammed down our throats. And so you turn on any newscast and uh, on television, and you, you see the same old stuff over and over again. And people are, like, running into the streets screaming it's a rerun of the movie network. Mm. And you know, we need some relief. We need some relief. And that column is on BillOReilly.com. And you don't need relief from BillOReilly.com, Sid. No. You need to go there every day and, and absorb the wisdom. Agreed. And uh, be, be on the team, which I am, because I did receive that wonderful stuff at my house in Queens. Team normal. team normal. Yes, I got it. And I wear it to the gym. And less and less people are on Team Normal because... Both sides are just uh, out of control. But but I do think the left is worse, and I am a Republican. Yes, I agree. Yep, and I am a Republican. I am. But, but I want to talk about Trump for a second. The grand jury once again has postponed this thing. Now it may be a month. There seems to be a growing consensus that it ain't never going to happen. But that doesn't mean Trump is out of trouble. There is still Georgia. There's still January 6th. There's still Mar-a-Lago. And most people that I talk to, including Dershowitz, believe one of these they're going to try to make stick. So New York may go away. It may or may not. But that doesn't mean that Trump is out of trouble. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, Alvin Bragg, from what I understand, is going to recall the Trump grand jury about Stormy Daniels on Thanksgiving. They're going to have a little meal. Um, Clearly. Trump kicked his butt. Yeah. Kicked his butt all over. The, and he didn't know what to do. So he's punting. And, I'm, you know, I don't think we're going to ha- see an indictment. Yeah, you know, but it's funny. You, know, you say Trump kicked his butt. But was it was it Trump? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, it was. Well, what about, what was it? Was it really Bob Costello? And, by the way, Michael Cohen, because no one's going to believe that guy. No, no, you're on a different track. I'm on the PR track. Ah. I don't care about the testimony track. That's that's up for the uh, that's up for the uh, yeah. people on a grand jury. Okay, <laughs> right. but the PR. Listen, 
people hate Trump, but they underestimate his ability to see the big picture. So he comes out and he says, oh, I'm going to get arrested on Tuesday. Well, what happens? All hell breaks loose. He's in the news cycle every second. Brilliant. That's annoying to me, by the way. I mean, you know. Okay, a little bit, but do I have? I'm starting to see this man in my dreams, you know. And the hair is frightening me even more than it usually does. And 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 so he comes out. He says, "He's going to arrest me. He's going to arrest me." Everybody goes crazy. Well, Trump didn't know he was going to get arrested. No. no. So meantime, Bragg is then on the defensive, backpedaling, knows he has a weak case. And everybody's going, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And there's Alvin going, I don't know. We'll delay it. Who wins? No, it was brilliant. You know, you're right. It was brilliant. He went on the offensive uh, early. You go on offense to crush uh, your opponent. I'll tell you one thing, though. You talk about, though, how things, you watch stuff, it doesn't change. And I feel guilty saying this, but as soon as I saw what happened in Nashville, and you know this, Bill, I could have told you exactly, exactly what Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Joe and Mika, all these people would say, which is guns go out and kill people. Now, I'm all for taking guns off the streets. I'm all for making stricter gun laws. Do it. Knock yourself out. I don't care. Uh, But to continue to act as if crazy doesn't kill is insulting to the little dead children on the classroom floor. And quite frankly, any decent-minded American. It really is. Well, and we see it all the time because this is called exploitation. So you don't let a good tragedy go to waste. And they they run right out. Biden was particularly offensive because he was laughing and eating ice cream at the same time he was saying all this gibberish. I put forth, I think, a very solid, you're never going to solve the gun violence problem ever in America, but you can contain it better. And I put forth on BillOReilly.com is two things you have to do. All gun crimes, criminals, are tried in federal court. And then each state has its own assault rifle registration process. And it, you have to let the states, because there's a difference between New York City, where you cannot get an assault rifle, and Montana is a difference. And so I put that forth, and nobody seriously challenged it. Because that is the solution, particularly in violent crime on the street. So, Alvin Bragg, if you're caught with an illegal firearm and you have a rap sheet of violence, he still will not many times prosecute you or hold you on bail. So what do you think is going to happen? Right. And here's, the, here's another stat. So Axios, the left-wing website, says there were 58 mass shootings this month of March. You know no, how they, no, they, they, no, they actually said 58 deaths, uh, but uh, a couple of hundred mass shootings. 58 deaths. Uh, I think the mass shooting was 58, Sid. That's the stat we have. Okay. Okay. And out of the 58, how many were disturbed individuals like Nashville? All of them. Two. Really? Two out of the 58 mass shootings. The rest were drive-by drug gangs and mostly inner-city crime, which you don't hear a word about. Gotcha. So it's okay to murder people in Bushwick and in Harlem and in the Bronx. You can shoot them down in the street, and Alvin Bragg not going to do anything about it, or Hochul or anybody, or Biden. But, you know, the other issue, which is horrible, by the way, three nine-year-olds, come on, everybody knows that. But in a nation of 330 million people— 
you're going to have mentally ill, violent folks running around, and you're never going to be able to stop that. You know, MSNBC made an argument this morning, Bill O'Reilly, that it's too late, including Ron DeSantis, at this point, this early on, ways away from November 2024, that it's already too late for any Republican to really amount a threat to Donald Trump. You believe that? No, I don't believe that at all, but it's MSNBC. So to me, MSNBC and the Easter Bunny have equal credibility. (laughs) All right? So on Long Island, they have a lot of Easter Bunnies running around, you know, (laughs) hiding eggs for the kids to find. I would rather get the Easter Bunny or Mr. Met. (laughs) Me too. Me too. MSNBC. Me too. So, you know, it's it's a matter of perspective, Sid. Do you think Ron DeSantis, if and when he does decide to run, which he will, I know he's – He's going to travel an awful lot the next couple of weeks, about 20 states and Jerusalem. And I know he's getting a lot more money donations than Donald Trump. Do you think he will mount a serious threat? Because he's getting annihilated in every poll, annihilated. Yeah, but that's the polls now don't matter um, because they don't know DeSantis yet. So DeSantis is a firm number two. I don't see anybody else in the Republican field having a chance. Um, but I think DeSantis could get the nomination, depending on what happens to Donald Trump. And, you know, look, the left, they want to destroy Donald Trump, kill him, and then they'll turn their attention to DeSantis. All right. So Ron's not going to get past him. These people are going to go after him. You're going to hear terrible things about him. But at this point, I think it's a two way race. But on the Democratic side, it's it's a no way race. They don't have anybody. No. All right. So uh, is Joe Biden, he's going to go out and eat ice cream in all 50 <laughs> states campaigning. I mean, is that what it's going to be? He doesn't do anything every day. I know. And there's nobody to replace him. No. Nope. They have no one to replace him. No one to challenge him in a primary. Nobody. It's, they're in a lot worse shape than the Republican Party right now. No, I agree. I did see Michelle Obama in a different country with Barack, who spent the last two days just savaging Donald Trump in another country. Yeah, Australia. You know, yeah, um, yeah. I saw the picture. Michelle did not look happy. <laughs> uh, I, I uh, you know, you never know the dynamic down there. I like Australia. I mean, when I was there, I had a blast. Yeah. It's, you know, there are a lot of snakes, though. Yeah, I mean, you got to watch out. Yeah, a lot of critters running around in Australia. Not yeah. many people, but they have a lot of critters. Yeah. Sharks, a lot, of, a lot of stuff that will bite you. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what was just, you know, uh, upsetting Michelle. You know, maybe she saw a giant koala bear. <laughs> She did look uh, aggravated, to say the least. But, uh, listen, this is another uh, great appearance. really is, Bill. So what do you think? The Mets uh, make the World Series this year or what? Well, tremendous pressure on the Mets, far more than the Yankees. And uh, I'm a little worried about the the guys because I don't know how much fun they're going to have when everybody expects them to win every game. And there's a lot of pressure there. So, um, you know, we're rooting for him. We're going to be supportive, but we'll tell the truth. 
But it, they're under a lot of pressure, that's for sure. Expectations through the roof. Agreed. Buck Showalter. Not an easy job this year. But you're under pressure every Thursday on this show, and you hit it out of the ballpark every single time. So if Yeah, the... I wish you'd ease, ease up on me, Sid. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I'll try. Kinda, I'll try. I'm a mess when I get off WABC in the morning. I'm sure. Well, thank you so much for this. <laughs> I love you, Bill. We'll talk do it again next week. Thank you. All right. Take care. There he is, folks. The best. Bill O'Reilly. That wraps up hour number three. Been a great three hours. Mayor Eric Adams, Judge Napolitano, Bill O'Reilly. Got a really good fourth hour coming up. My man Bo Dietl, always terrific, live in studio. And then we'll talk to the head basketball coach at FAU, Dusty May. FAU getting set to take on San Diego State on Saturday night. Keep it right here, 9 o'clock hour. Coming up next. Come out of the cupboard, you boys and girls.